It's time to find out what the latest is in travel news from Travel Best Bets founder, Claire Newell. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Raji. Yeah, an interesting week for travel. One of the most surprising announcements I heard, and I thought I would start with it, is just um, on the Monday, the 18th of July, the U.S. CDC decided to end its COVID-19 program for cruise ships. They took a huge um, play. They originally um, put in all sorts of requirements that the cruise lines had to jump through. It kind of became voluntary, um, but the cruise lines were being very, very prudent starting in about April. And then out of the blue this past Monday, um, at least it was to me, and I think for some of the cruise lines as well, what this means is the cancellation of the COVID-19 program for cruises is that there won't be any standards or requirements for pre-cruise testing mask wearing or vaccination status and that happened uh, effective immediately on that day so it will be up to each cruise line to decide what their requirements will be so my advice is if you are planning to cruise soon check the websites i think what they're doing now raji is they're having a bunch of powwows trying to decide exactly what their protocol will be because i know that they were you know really under the microscope and and have been and so they're trying to do as many protocols um, that they feel are necessary. I do know that one cruise line, uh, I read the headline just this morning, that as Amara, they're going to be dropping the pre-cruise COVID testing requirement, but that they are going to retain their vaccination requirement. So every cruise line will be different, um, but I do think there'll be changes to their policies in probably the coming week to 10 days, and they'll be posted on the websites. And of course, it's ever evolving. Uh, it's not going to be uh, in place and stick. It will it will change based on what they feel it's is necessary. I wonder if yeah. uh, some people won't cruise as a result of this change in policy, or if people will just t- kind of take things up on their own. I'm starting to see a lot of interesting voluntary masking and voluntary uh, test taking and that kind of thing that people just are taking it up on their own kind of as a way of managing COVID in their close circles. I'm hearing the same thing as well. Uh, a lot of people choosing to, to test prior to travel or when they come back just to yeah. make sure everything's okay. Um, the random testing, of course, came in this past week as well. Right. Um, this cruise, uh, the, this um, CDC ending their program happened on Monday, but the very next day, July the 19th, um, the, the random testing came into effect. Just a reminder to people. It's at the four major airports, so Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, and Montreal. And that randomized testing is going to be completed outside of the airports, either via an in-person appointment at select provider locations, and many of those are pharmacies. The other option is via a a virtual appointment for one of those swab tests that you do it in front of a telehealth professional. Um, You're not required to do any quarantine at that time. You just need to do the testing. And and they're saying that this is protocol to be able to test and and get a heads up on any variants of concern. But I'm not surprised that you're hearing this as well, that people are doing these men. voluntary things like wearing masks and things. Um, Still, masks are required at Canadian airports and on Canadian flights. But my husband was saying on his business trip last week, he took four flights. He had a connection to head to Cincinnati. So in each direction, he had to take two flights. 
And it was only the one um, leaving Vancouver and coming back to Vancouver that he actually had to wear a mask. But he chose to wear it right. um, just because the that the variant starting to swirl in in circles that he knows as well. So he's being he was being extra cautious. He didn't want to get sick. While sure, he was I had uh, guests visiting from California, and I, I was watching the numbers of COVID cases climb there. And I said, "Hey, listen, when you arrive, do you mind taking COVID tests?" And they said, "We're already <laughs> on it. We're, we've." brought ours and we're absolutely oh, happy to do it. Yeah, they, just to keep us all, uh, you know, feeling safe and comfortable. Yeah, and a reminder, you can pick those up at the pharmacy for free. There's yeah. just a set number per month that you're allowed to, so it, it may be worth worth looking at. Um, I want to talk a little bit about bags. Um, we've been talking about the fact, and this is a huge topic of conversation. I was at an event last night, and I had so many people coming up to me, people who were leaving tomorrow. Like today, they're heading to Italy. I had people who were heading off uh, later in the summer saying, should we should we not take a bag? Um, yeah. One the one who was heading to Italy today said that uh, they're going to switch up and they're going to do carry on. Um, wow, I did some to people, Italy. That's yeah, impressive. I know. And actually, they said they're they're the, between the two of them, they're going to put everything they they possibly need, and then they're going to pack a shared checked want bag. Like a, it would be great to have oh, this, okay. but if it doesn't show That's up, actually we can a good live strategy. without it. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, the other thing that I had heard was that people, you know, still not getting bags back. And, and because of this, um, it was interesting that this week, Alaska Airlines announced that it later this year is going to become the first U.S. airline to actually launch an electronic bag tag program. So this is in uh, a partnership with a Dutch company called Bag Tag. And these devices are equipped with this really cool screen. The way that they, it's very durable, the way that they tested it, they actually ran over it with luggage carts. And they're just, they're actually going to <laughs> stress be um, test. a t- yeah, stress test. Uh, I thought that that was quite appropriate. They're going to be affixed to the bags just like any other bag tag, although it will use an industrial strength plastic zip tie. It looks kind of similar to the zip ties that you, you, could see if you're doing something outside. They, they last a really long time and then you can cut it off. But this will allow uh, any guests who are flying with Alaska Airlines to skip the step of printing traditional bag tags at the airport. And then travelers will be able to activate those devices up to 24 hours before their flight through the carrier's mobile app. That said, right now, it doesn't matter if there's a bag tag. I use tiles. I know some other people use these ones that, that are um, Apple devices. There would be nothing more frustrating to me than knowing my where my bag is and still being able to tell tell the airline hey it's here I'm here I want it and nothing being done about it yeah (laughs) no kidding yeah so my uh my advice is still to take carry on at least until probably uh labor day if you're traveling and just keep in mind that the airlines because of this are being very very strict so know the size that you're allowed to take and remember if you're stuffing a soft bag full and it's not going to fit into that testing um usually it's like a frame that you you test they will gate check it and sometimes that means it goes back into the belly of the aircraft and you're still going to be dealing with the luggage um, carousels at the other end, whereas some will gate check it and it will you'll pick it up as you're leaving the aircraft. Just you're going to wait for someone to 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 pull it to the the gangway. So either way, um, they're, they're, those are very different. It's all dependent on whether or not you actually are testing the size and know the the, the weight limits and all of that. Don't try and, and go over any of them. They're on the websites and they're there for a reason and they're being real strict about it. 
Yeah, Claire, I'm not sure if you came across this story, but I was reading about how some of the travel chaos that's happening in the UK is the new normal, not because of COVID, not because of labor shortages, but because of Brexit. And there's been a lot of finger pointing between France and say, for example, England, where they're saying, it's you, it's you, no, it's you. <laughs> but the you fact that, yeah. I, I, I have been reading that as well. And I, there may be some, um, element that it, that, that is the case. But on top of it, I mean, it's just a, a combination of so many things. And the number one being the staffing shortages, because in both of those places, there's staffing shortages. This is a nightmare all over the world. We've been talking about it for ages. And it's, um, whether people are taking ferries from Dover to Calais or they're taking the Eurostar uh, between central London and central uh, Paris, it's, it's, it's a nightmare everywhere with respect to people checking passports, which has to be done now, of yes, course. Exactly. It's um, the, between it's a pressure the, on them now. It is. It's an added pressure. I think it's just adding to it, but you know, everyone wants to point fingers at, at someone. Um, that's for sure. I, I did want to, uh, do we have time to quickly chat about, um, the fact that what's happening with some of the creative ways people <laughs> or airlines are dealing with bags at the moment? Yeah, sure. I've very just quickly. Cement that. Um, yeah, just Delta sent, uh, an aircraft that had no passengers on it, uh, last week and it was filled with a thousand pieces of luggage for people going through London Heathrow. Just luggage. Now, just luggage, getting it back to U.S. people in the U.S. It, it landed in Detroit and then was from there. It was um, putting getting back to the, the the people who'd lost it. So some of those people were not getting it back for three, four weeks. Now, Iceland Air, if you're going, this is just a reminder, Heathrow is quite chaotic and Amsterdam Schiphol. In fact, Iceland Air is sending their own baggage handler on every flight through Amsterdam for wow. the next little while. So that just gives you an idea of the, the staffing issues in these airports. I do, I did see, um, just before coming on here, Air Canada was announcing that if you're going through London Heathrow, they are allowing you to change to a later date, go through, uh, uh another airport if you are, if there, that works for you. But they are being uh, a bit more uh, lenient Flexible. for people. Yeah, and we saw that with Toronto as well. Air Canada was allowing people to have longer layovers, change dates, all all without any fees. So uh, that is for a reason. It is quite chaotic. Um, Frankfurt also restricting the flights. We had heard that London Heathrow, London Gatwick and Amsterdam all were capping capacity. And just this week, Frankfurt also announced that these are major hubs in, in Europe. So it is getting slightly better but uh, it's going to take a- another six weeks probably before we see it really improve just when the demand starts to slow down and kids go back to school. Oh, yeah. Good to know. Okay. Thanks, Claire. Thanks, Raji.